Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And And we're back. Yes, we are. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. I'm with my boy, Connor. We're with our girl, Sarah. Welcome to the Dear Pats Nation podcast. I want to take this minute to remind you to go over to our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash DPN Sports, where you will get exclusive content Sunday through Thursday every single day for only five bucks a month. That's just five bucks a month. No tears. Everybody gets it. And this Friday, Connor and I will be hosting a special live stream just for the Patreon members where you can participate in the chat or you can come right on the screen and chat with us. But you have to be a Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club subscriber over on Patreon, patreon.com slash DPN Sports for only five dollars a month and don't forget to go out and get some of your new gear especially that dpn bill belichick fanboy club and dpn bill belichick fan girl club merch over at the merch store for dear pats nation you guys asked for it so it's arrived the dear pats nation merch shop is now open and live show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash store slash dpn and get your hands on the newest dear pats nation merchandise All right, so not much going on within the world of the New England Patriots the last couple of days. So <laughs> I feel like we're wasting our time here. But uh, no, listen, at some point between week 17 and yesterday, Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft got together and they decided that seven and nine wasn't an acceptable record for them. So Robert was like, listen, let's. We got cap space. A lot of people can't afford to go in on those big free agents. Why don't you go get somebody? Now, we spent weeks, weeks. Wow, the Patriots got to address this position. The Patriots got to address that position, this position, that position, this position, that position. And we, like, I can't tell you how many times we said it, how many times we saw it in the chat, how many times we saw it on Twitter. Just get us either Jonu Smith or Hunter Henry. Bill Belichick got a little smirk. He said, why don't I get you both? And that's where we are today. Click on Twitter this morning to see Hunter freaking Henry. Sarah, Connor, what was your initial reaction to Hunter Henry signing with the New England Patriots? My initial reaction was to actually check other uh, blue check marks to make sure that it was actually factual because as soon as they signed Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, in my mind, went out the window. I never in a million years thought that they would sign both of them. And once I realized that they did sign both of them, I was like, this is like 2007 when they just went all out and went after absolutely everyone. I was just dumbfounded i never in a million years would have guessed that they would have went out there and signed both of them so i was listening to last night's podcast because i do that connor i like to hear it see some of the feedback make sure we sound okay i know you don't listen to it but i yeah I'd, i'd never have an hour in the day no you can tweet for two hours but you don't have time to listen to the podcast it's true uh and last night we were asked about hey what's going on with kyle rudolph and you said, quote, well, now that John Smith is signed, that's out the window. The Patriots won't need another tight end. I then followed up by saying, yeah, you know, you have, you know, it's obvious at this point, Devin Asiasi is going to be the number two tight end. And, you know, Dalton Keene will probably be number three or Ryan Izzo will be number three. Dalton Keene can fight out for fullback or H-back position. Turns out John Smith is the number two tight end and Hunter Henry's the number one. Sarah, what was your reaction to Hunter Henry? I was shocked. It was the first thing I saw this morning because, of course, I'm on West Coast time. So um, I was shocked and I kind of just laughed. Like, honestly, when I first saw it, I was just like, this is just so crazy. The last few days, 
I, I told my mom I was excited and my mom just like didn't really care because she's, she's not like a sports person like she is but she doesn't care like me. I was like, you're the first person I see so I have to tell someone to just share in the excitement with me. And then I just had to take it to Twitter. And I think I quoted the tweet and I just said, let's effing go. So I was yeah, so excited. Buddy. I texted my wife and like two hours later, she just gave me some like sympathetic <laughs> thumbs up, you know? Yeah. Um. So let me ask you guys. And, and this occurred to me today while I was, you know, spending all my time on Twitter, just assessing <laughs> the Hunter Henry move. In your opinion, what do you think Tom Brady is thinking right now? He's asking mm-hmm. for a trade to come back to New England. <laughs> well, like when you asked me that earlier, I said I would like to believe he's like secretly smiling, just like I, I mean, I know he doesn't really care, but I feel like it, part of him has to kind of oh, like I think he cares, but he's not yeah. smiling. Well, I yeah, I mean, that's why I mean I just like I don't know how to describe what I mean, but yeah, I'm sure he's like not thrilled because I mean, this is what he wanted to happen when he was there. Um, but you know, circumstances change. They had the opportunity to add all of these people. So I'm just happy it's happening. And he's, he's doing fine down in Tampa. I mean, he's, you know, just won a super bowl. He's still got a stacked team. They're probably going to be better this year than they were last year. So I'm sure he's like, me. you know what? I have an ex-girlfriend. She's married, couple of kids. Every once in a while, I get a message from her just checking in to see how I'm doing. Hmm. Because I think it's like once you have a first love, you kind of always have a love. Mm-hmm. There's no way that Tom Brady is sitting there right now watching the team that he abandoned. Let me make that clear to everybody. The team that he abandoned because they didn't have weapons. He didn't want to stick it out of here. He abandoned the team, went down to Tampa Bay, won the Super Bowl. We all talked about it. We all talked about how Brady got his revenge on Bill Belichick. And now he's sitting there going, you son of a. (laughs) I believe, I think that deep down, Tom Brady feels jaded by this because Bill Belichick would never go out and do it for him, but he did it for Cam Newton. Right. And let's face it, he didn't do it for Cam Newton. He did it for the quarterback and next year, whoever they pull out of the draft this year. But he's doing it for somebody else, building weapons around them. And, and you know, never did it for Brady, even though he did. But people will always perceive and Brady will perceive that he didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, and in 2019, they, they couldn't do it. Like, they didn't have the money. They couldn't just go out and get all these guys. They had the opportunity this year, so... 2019 they could i mean 2019 i i get really upset when people bring up the 2019 season as if belichick didn't try no yeah. i just mean as like if, if as if that are... team didn't have josh gordon antonio brown philip dorsett you know uh, jo- uh julian edelman demirius thomas julian edelman if let's not discount to that 87 who plays in tampa bay right now by the way I've always said a number is a number to me, and the only number that I will accept being sacred in New England is 12. And if they want to give 87 to Hunter Henry, I am more than okay with that. 87 waited two weeks in the free agency, made the Patriots miss out on Jared Cook. Mm-hmm. We always pack, give him the pass on that. Um, It just didn't work in 2019. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I've said that a lot of times. I just mean like people people are saying that there's been so much that they did in the last two days that they feel like I, I think it's just kind of something that they want to they want to support Brady's reason for leaving, like as if nothing happened in 2019 to try and help the offense. And so I think people just say that. But they, he did. It's just I think this was just very overwhelming the first two days. And so people just are like, oh, well, this didn't happen two years ago. It's like, well, I mean, he, they brought in some great players. And like you said, it just didn't work out. I'm laughing about Tom Brady being upset. Just so everybody knows. Like, <laughs> I'm not sitting here like, oh, poor Tom Brady. Like, you just won the Super Bowl. Get over yeah. yourself. No. Like, um, but Connor, your boy. Uh, which one? Nostradamus. What's his name? Mike. Uh, oh, Michael Magaletta. Yep. He put out a tweet today and I agreed with him 300%. He said, if you were out there supporting Tom Brady last year, but still supporting the Patriots, all the power to you. 
If you were out there buying a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey with Brady and you jumped on the sh- on the pirate ship, don't you dare jump on the Patriots ship now. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, and I agree I with you 100%. Agree. If you flipped and you were hoping, and there were people hoping mm-hmm. for Bill Belichick to fail. Oh, if you absolutely. were somebody who was hoping for the Patriots to fail, go back to Tampa Bay. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't be coming here just because we got tight ends. Here's the whole thing, too, about Brady. Brady couldn't run this offense that the Patriots are putting out right now. This isn't a Tom Brady offense, just so everybody knows. This is a Lamar Jackson offense. Or a Cam Newton offense. Or a Cam Newton offense, which is probably, you know, a, a, an older version of Lamar Jackson. Pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. But this is, if you look at the way the Patriots are setting up this offense, it's eerily similar to how yeah. they set it up. I know people are looking for the whole Gronk Hernandez two tight end set. Yes, that's definitely the thing. But when you look at Aguilar, when you look at Myers, you look at Bourne, you look at John who, and, or you, and you look at Hunter, this is a Baltimore offense. Yes. I'm so excited just yes. hearing those names again. I'm so excited. It's like, how is this happening? Why isn't the season tomorrow? I'm ready for it to be tomorrow. I know, right? (laughs) All right. I want to stay on top of the Super Chats tonight. So, Ross, thank you so much. He says, two tight end schemes now coming back to the offense. True. But I think it's going to look different than we saw when we had Brady and Hernandez. I think it's going to be, again, more that Baltimore style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I was hoping that they would just get one tight end. I was ecstatic that they were going to have somebody who could actually play the position. And now they have the two best guys in the open market. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that if they were going to sign either of them, it was going to be Henry just because of how much Belichick loves him. Right. So them signing Johnu yesterday, I was like, okay, awesome. Then waking up and seeing Henry, I was like, okay, double awesome. Like I was not expecting this whatsoever. Uh, John says, according to Tom Curran, Bill Belichick basically kicked Brady out the back door and he had no choice but to leave. The Patriots yeah. offered Tom Brady a contract extension. Brady didn't like the terms of the contract extension. Tom Brady put in the you can't franchise tag me uh, clause in his contract. Tom Curran has gone from one of the more respected Boston journalists to uh, he's no different to me now. Tom Curran to me now is no different than Nick Wright and Skip Bayless and Max Did Kellerman you- or or whoever you you put here. You know, Mr. Oh, well, Belichick won't talk to the media. Isn't it phenomenal how Bill Belichick was able to sign all these draft picks without talking to the media about it first? Did you see him like going off on Twitter the other day too? It was so bizarre. Like he got into a Twitter fight with Dave Brown, but some of the things he was saying, I was like, this is not a media guy. This is like a Twitter troll. Like what happened to you? Oh no. Tom Curran has changed, man. Tom Curran is no, he's mass. He's Fledger. He's no different than those guys. Anybody who had respect for Tommy Curran, I'm telling you, go look at him. And I put that out there. He's trying to get a job on the Boston radio. He must be because (laughs) I had so much respect for Tom Curran and it is gone. As far as I'm concerned, when it comes to, I don't, I don't know who he is as a person, but as a media person, in my opinion, in my opinion only, you guys can come up with your own. Tom Curran is pure garbage and trash now. I won't read his stuff. I won't listen to his podcast. He's turned into a clickbait artist. I'm done with him. So anything that Tom Curran says, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't believe a single word of it. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of hot take. He's a hot take artist now. And if anybody wants to clip that out and send it to him, please, please do. But make sure you keep in the part where I keep saying my opinion, my opinion, because he seems like the kind of guy that would sue me. <laughs> yeah, we don't know that. Uh, Joe says, Brady wanted and got Sanu. I forgot. We didn't even mention Muhammad yeah. Sanu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I right. forgot about that. I actually at the Browns game, which I think was his first game as a Patriot. So, Yeah. That that didn't work out. I mean, Sanu right. should have worked out. Josh Gordon should have worked out. Antonio Brown should have worked out. I mean, that's a stacked offense if they all worked out, but it didn't. Yeah, absolutely. So. So on. <laughs> uh oh, what? Oh. So Cody, Mr. Chakalai says, Ray, you talk like you are significant. Uh No, no, Cody. I talk like I'm Ray. And it's funny because for a guy who pretends not to like me, you're here almost every day. 
So deep down, you're trying to be a troll. There's something about us that you like, Cody. Cody. Tom yeah. Curran must like Chad Kelly. <laughs> Chad Kelly's a douche. <laughs> oh, boy. So is Cody. <laughs> uh, Paul says, do we have enough draft picks to trade up for a quarterback? You know what? Um, here I think I tweeted this at some point today. And I don't want to get too deep into the quarterback because I got some takes on the quarterback and I want to save that for tomorrow just in case they don't, you know, sign a ton of players. I think it was Evan Lazar who put this out and I just said I agree a thousand percent and then I kind of just started thinking about it leave it a little bit more. The Patriots addressed so many of their roster holes that they're in the perfect position to trade up for one of the top quarterbacks in the draft. Absolutely. That's what right. I was thinking too. When I saw his tweet, I was like, that makes it. It's perfect. It's like the best case scenario for them right now. Right, I mean, they were they already, can, they can still swap that 15 pick. Yeah. I mean, 15 is good, but I mean, when you already have, I mean, majority of the, the parts that you needed to fix in free agency or the draft already fixed, then you might as well move up, do something. Yeah, no, 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 100%. And I, it's just they're there. They don't need to, because we talked about all the names we talked about outside of quarterback, like Kyle Pitts, you know, Waddle. Do they go after a, a quarterback do, or a, sorry, a linebacker? Do they bring in a defensive tackle? They addressed a lot of those positions. Mm -hmm. I think the oldest guy to sign was Judon, who's 28 years old. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, I definitely think that, definitely think that they have an opportunity to trade up for one of those top quarterbacks. And, you know, I wrote today or I know I wrote right in this, uh, in the description of this, this, this stream, I said, I think we do have to temper our expectations a little bit for 2021 because I know Connor's in Super Bowl mode. I'm ready. <laughs> like, like Connor's already cashing his check that he, or his ticket that he already, cause he already bet up, but he parlayed it with the Red Sox winning a world series. So, but, Two for one. Yeah, you don't get any more homer than than uh, Connor Carney. But yeah, Red, uh, Sox, Red Sox Patriots, man. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is is when you look at the whole thing, 2021 could still be a, a nine ten win year, and they don't make the playoffs, right? Mm -hmm. But if the Patriots take a Trey Lance, a Zach Wilson, a, a Justin Fields, you know, and they really do move up in the draft. They're in a prime position where they still have all these guys they signed this year that are young mm -hmm. with now your future quarterback. Right. So, like, Belichick has set this team up for the future. They could compete this year. They can definitely compete next year. For mm -hmm. sure. Well, that's exciting, too. And from the early numbers that we've seen, he manipulated the cap so well with all of these signings because it was insane seeing how many people he was signing. And, of course, we didn't see all the details of their um, contracts, but um, they're said to still have, give or take, around $20 million maybe, I think. So I'm like, that's insane because from yesterday, it seemed like there's no way they're not in the negatives. Right. <laughs> Uh, he says, Brady ran this in the early 2000s, dominant in the middle of the field. Brady left because uh, Kraft, not Bill. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, hey, Brady's amping Tampa Bay. He doesn't care. Uh, Brady's not going to run this offense. Th this is going to be a much different offense. This isn't going to be the Tom Brady offense. I know you're saying the two tight end. Tom Brady wasn't running with the ball in 2010. Yeah. And if you can find me plays where they were designed quarterback runs, this is going to look like the Baltimore offense. It's a completely different offense. I'm sorry. I disagree with you on that. When it comes to why Brady left, we, he just left. Yeah. You know, we'll I never just like really to, know the truth. I like to enrage Brady fans by saying he abandoned the Patriots. You know, like it's just, mm. you guys troll me. It's my way of trolling you back, but it's a different offense. In my opinion, they're, they're, if you look at this, they set this up totally like the Baltimore offense. This isn't that traditional offense. Um, that they ran back in 2010 with, with in 11 with, with, and all the way up until, you know, Hernandez did what he did. 
Um, Brian Lynch says trade up to Mac Jones. Cue the duck boats. Yeah, buddy. But if they are here, let me ask you guys this. If they're building this to be like the Baltimore offense, does Mac Jones make sense anymore? I mean, if they're going to be like a run first and, and try and run the offense like Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson, and a mobile quarterback, probably not. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think that they're going to have the opportunity to do a lot of different things now. They they just have so much talent on the offensive side of the football. I think they can go a lot of different ways. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to say, but I mean, since I don't know a lot about the college guys, but yeah, I mean, if Mac is more of a packet, pocket guy, then it wouldn't make any sense. But who knows? Maybe Belichick has some random, like crazy thing up his sleeve and we'll just have to wait and see. I also wanted to tell you, have you missed two super chats, by the way? I, found I have them. I have one of them up here. Okay, oh, good. All right, and then good. and then Tia too. Yeah, yeah, okay. I got it. I got okay, it. Okay. 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 So Love Vibration H says Tom Curran isn't allowed here. He is a clown. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair enough. The Boston media has really exposed themselves for just how terrible they are the last couple of days. It's crazy the things that they're saying. So Tia Thomas says, uh, these moves are for a mobile quarterback. I don't expect Mac. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm sitting now. I was a big Mac Jones guy. Mm-hmm. And then after, you know, kind of seeing how they're building this whole thing, I was like, maybe, maybe everybody has a point. Like, maybe they're not. Go- if they are setting this like Baltimore, Mac Jones makes no sense for the Patriots yeah. right now. Well, and they had yeah. people at the Trey Lance Pro Day, so maybe they're really interested in him now. I mean, it seems like they've expressed interest in all of them, of course. Of why wouldn't they? Um, but maybe they're honing in on Trey Lance or Justin Fields. I don't know. I'll have to see. Yeah, I'm I think they're definitely interested in Trey Lance. It's just that some of these guys, I think, are going to go in the top 10, top 5 potentially. So it's going to be difficult for the Patriots to get down there and pick them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, do you remember when Matthew Stafford didn't want to go to New England? Mm-hmm. I remember that like it was a couple <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah. Wonder if he's like kind of kicking himself for, for that now. But we don't care. That's right. Because <laughs> we got Cam. That's right. At least Ross agrees with me. At some point, guys, I'm going to throw out a conversation starter and mm-hmm. I expect you to just carry it on. Okay. And not just say, yeah, two weeks ago, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Mr. Ghosty says, uh, thoughts on our D line seems like an awkward combo. Who? Awkward in what way? I don't understand. Well, I think the Patriots are going to go back to a four, three. So mm-hmm. that's, that's probably where you're coming from. I think you move Dietrich Weiss jr. Back to the edge where he's more comfortable, not trying to make inter- uh, internal pressure. You can use guys like gotcha. And, uh, who's the other guy? Um, not Henry. Is it Henderson? Uh, Henry Anderson. 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 That's it. You know, you can yeah. put them pressure up the middle. If you can get your hands on like an Adam Butler or, or bring back like a Lawrence guy, you got more pressure coming up the middle. You got Winovich and Uche who can play off the edge as well. You got Judon who can come in and play off the edge from the linebacker position. So, uh, I, I don't think it's an awkward combo. I think it's just, you know, you got run stoppers and then you got the pass rushers on the outside. Yeah, I think it's going to be fine. I mean, they have so much talent now. There's so much depth. It's going to be fine. Belichick's yeah. going to figure it out, and they'll be fine. They'll be great. And they also brought back Dietrich Weiss. Yeah. And hopefully we'll hear about Guy and David Andrews soon. I'm getting impatient now that we have so much activity happening the last few days. I'm like, well, I need to hear about these guys. I don't even care at all about the, like, <laughs> just the rotational guys on the Patriots. Like I really, I haven't even get, honestly, this is the first time I've given thought to them. (laughs) When you said, I (laughs) want to know about these guys. Like I really, I've had no, the Patriots will find, if they don't bring back those guys, they'll find rotational guys somewhere else. As good as they are, they're, they're not like they're guys. That's what they are. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but they're, you know, they call them Jags, right? G-A-G is just a guy. Um, Mm. I know you guys like Lawrence Guy. I know people are going to be like, really? but but compare, he's not Aaron Donald. Yeah. You know, he's not Khalil Mack. He's not, you know, like he's Lawrence Guy. He's a guy. 
Uh, Darius Amon King Irving says Cam Newton, 65.8% completion was higher than Brady, Roethlisberger, Stafford, Ryan, Jackson, Tannehill, Wentz. And he did that with the worst receiving core. I think he also threw for like less like than like 80% as well. So yeah, I was going to say exactly that. I mean, he had a, an astronomically smaller, uh, scale to go off of obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The sample size is far different between those. I mean, all of those, and I'm a huge cam fan. We know this, but kind of difficult to compare them when when the numbers are not really anywhere near each other so i want to read uh, a tweet that i saw today it was from paul tarcharian or something like that and he says i'm baffled by the patriots hunter henry signing particularly when there's a ter- when there are terrific wideouts still on the market who command a similar salary daggers the fantasy value of both henry and johnu i'll keep saying it GM Belichick undermines head coach Belichick. <laughs> so I want to start by, first of all, he spelled Belichick wrong. He said, Johnu Johnu and said, Henry and said that it daggers their fantasy value. Now I am a three time, three time fantasy champion. I'm very mm-hmm. proud of the fact that I am a three time, three time, three time fantasy champion. I'm certain that Bill Belichick is playing for Super Bowls, not fantasy championships. Mm-hmm. I don't think he built his team and thought, how can I get the most fantasy points? <laughs> Although I think Hunter Henry is going to get a lot of fantasy football points this season, but apparently this guy doesn't think so. Um, I'm shocked for one to hear that a team, when they're going after free agents, isn't taking into account what people's fantasy teams will look like. Uh, kind of disrespectful by Bill Belichick on that part, but... Uh, if they win the Super Bowl, I guess we can forgive them. You mean disrespectful not taking our fantasy teams into consideration? Yes, absolutely. I don't. I don't even remember the last time I like legitimately took a Patriots player in fantasy. Yes, then it's that's the worst because they spread the ball around so much week to week. But even mm-hmm. Brady wasn't a great fantasy quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know. I had him. The first year I played, I think I had him on my bench most of the time because, like, he was very inconsistent for points um, yeah. regardless if he played well but they just hand you know it depended on the game whether or not he was throwing a lot or not but even then it was like i need more points like lamar jackson's getting 34 points a game i don't need like 16 from you brady yeah no i it's brady at least no i never had brady like i said i don't remember a time I'm sure there. Oh no! I took Randy Moss one year, and it was the year he got traded when he had an awful season. It's the only mm-hmm. Patriot I've ever. I've picked up Patriots, like you know, because I got like p- this year. I had Cam Newton and I had uh, Rex Burkhead for a while because my I, well, Connor, you see my fantasy team. Three quarters of it was injured, so I was literally just trying <laughs> to fill places. Cam Newton was a waste. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it was an absolute waste in fantasy and. uh and Burkhead was was doing fine for me until he got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I went from winning my fantasy league three years in a row to coming dead like second last this year. It was it was brutal. I just had so many injuries. That's what happens. It's all but, about uh, availability, just like Bill Belichick says. It is the best ability is availability, right? Isn't that what he said? Yep. But yeah, so like I'm sitting there now, like it's I never take them. I want to ask. Oh, so, sorry, we got a couple super chats. Let's get to that. Okay. Uh, we keep in Andrews or getting a center in free agency. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> they um, said they said that they were interested or well the Dolphins are interested in signing Andrews and then right. people throwing around Ted Karras around if the Patriots uh lose Andrews, maybe they'll bring back Karras. So who knows? Yeah, it, was, it depends on how far how far it's hard to say because obviously you would assume Andrews is not chasing rings anymore, but um it, I guess it maybe is gonna depend on money. And years of the contract. So, yeah, I heard the same thing that uh, the Dolphins were making an aggressive push for him, but I haven't seen anything legitimate yet. Connor, have you seen Michael J drop a comment anywhere? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, I found one here. So, thank you for your super chat, Michael J. Says, uh, let's let's go. This tight end duo is going to be lethal. Bring out the champagne. Bill is coming for the league's throats. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. I agree. This is uh, one of the most talented Patriots teams we've seen in a while. Uh, he really is just going all in right now, 
more than I ever, I think we can all agree, any of us ever would have imagined. I figured they'd do something in free agency and they would get a couple guys, but this is beyond my wildest expectations. So before we go to break, I want to throw one other thing at you guys. I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about Matt Lacoste. Yeah. (laughs) If Matt Lacoste wouldn't have opted out last season, he would have been the clear-cut number one tight end for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a quarterback who likes to throw to the court, like who likes to throw to tight ends. I mean, Greg Olson and, and Cam Newton were bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Matt Lacoste could have, like, do you think he's sitting there now thinking, "I've just blown my opportunity to start anywhere"? In the NFL, because being the clear cut number one last year, he could have done something yep. for Belichick to say, okay, maybe I only need Johnny or only I need Hunter because Lacoste put up 400 yards or 350 yards or, you know what I mean? Whatever. Like he's, he's a good blocker. He's versatile. He can play fullback. You know, I can use him. I know, you know, I'm not looking down on anybody for opting out last season. COVID-19 was a serious you know, disease and people were scared about it and, and wanted to protect their families. But do you think there's a part of him now looking at his wife going, I never should have left camp last season. Yeah. If I'm Matt Lacoste, I'm putting my house up for sale right now. <laughs> um, yeah. He had a big opportunity, obviously last season to step up and really make a name for himself. And he would have been the clear cut number one target at tight end. They just had obviously nobody else to go to. Uh, I, I guess it's, he's the only one that can really look at it and see if that was worth it. But it was obviously, regardless of all the situations would have been a good opportunity for him. And I think there's next to no chance we see him in a Patriots uniform again. Uh, Jason is asking me if I saw Pat McAfee today. I have not. I haven't watched it yet. I know he had Mike Lombardi on there. I watched a little clip. I didn't see the, the sheet of paper for 91. I'd be watching Pat McAfee, the Pat McAfee show actually after we, uh, we wrap up this, but Guys, we're going to go to break real quick. Uh, So if you guys want to go get a drink of water, you can, or you can actually listen to our ads. We'll be back in about four minutes. You can hear from our sponsors over at the Rocky Mountain Barber Company, manscaped.com, fcustom.com. You can hear about our Patreon page and the DPM merch shop. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and get all the products you need to take care of your hair, beard, and skin. Get their small batch, all-natural beard bombs and oils, pre-shave oils, lotions, hair products, razor blades, and so much more. Visit Rocky Mountain Barber Company and use the promo code RAYROUTE and save 5% off all your orders. Get your small batch hygiene products at RockyMountainBarber.com. You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from manscaped.com and use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at manscaped.com. Fcustom.com is your spot to find the best custom baseball, basketball, and football jerseys. Choose from hundreds of designs and colors and customize the jersey any way you want. Use the promo code RayRoute and save yourself 10% to get the best custom jerseys at fcustom.com. Hey, if you enjoy the lighthearted, wholesome content that you get from the Dear Pats Nation podcast, YouTube, and Facebook page and wish that you could get more, you are in luck because Dear Pats Nation has launched our Patreon page. We didn't add any ridiculous tiered levels of support. We're not asking you to pledge 20 bucks a month for five bucks. That's right. Five bucks a month. You'll have access to daily exclusive Dear Pats Nation videos. You'll get traditional vlogs from Connor, Sarah, and I talking about the Patriots, the South Celtics and the Red Sox, but we'll also have exclusive interviews, behind the scene footage, bloopers, early views of videos that aren't available on YouTube, live streams exclusively for Patreon members, and that's just scratching the surface. We're not going to make you pay a monthly fee if we're not committed to adding and making it the best possible experience for you. We're not in this to get rich. We're not in this to rip you off. We just want enough to pay our bills and being able to create on Patreon is just one way we're trying to do it. So please come check out our, check out our Patreon page over at www.patreon.com slash DPN sports. We've also left the description in, or we've also left the link of the, in the description of our YouTube and Facebook videos. We don't think you'll be sorry. So please, at the very least, at least go check it out. And if you don't want to sign up and you don't want to pay, that's all right too. We ain't mad. You can still expect us to be here streaming live every Sunday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. But if you want to get more, go check us out over on Patreon. 
You guys asked for it, so it's arrived. The Deer Pats Nation merch shop is now open and live. Show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash store slash DPN and get your hands on the newest Deer Pats Nation merchandise. And we're back. How much do you love saying and we're back after break? It's one of my favorite things. Do you feel like a real radio host? Yes. <laughs> Try to. I got accused of bullying you the other day, Connor. Did you? That's a th- like the second time that's happened. Do you feel that I bully you? Online bullying is a serious thing here. Do you feel that I bully you? No, I feel like you just like to bust my balls. Yeah, we're busting <laughs> balls, right? You bust yes. my balls on Twitter. You don't really do it on the podcast. That's because you're the host. But on Twitter, well, we're all, I'm not the host. We're all the hosts. I just, I'm just able to carry conversation. That's true. Because if I get quiet, I just sit here in silence waiting for somebody to say something. Yes, absolutely. If you were to sit in silence, it would be a quiet show. I don't think it would be an enjoy. It's one thing if you're watching on YouTube, I don't think it would be an enjoyable podcast. Yeah. Sorry to the podcast people. That was like last night when I was waiting for you to pull up a a comment and I was just staring at you. (laughs) (laughs) We went nowhere, yeah, for like 20 seconds. Yeah, we just stood there staring at each other. I'm sitting there like, Connor's like, I thought you were doing something important. I'm like, I'm waiting for you to pull up a chat. Um, I do want to go to a super chat here. I want one second. There we go. Shades. I was like, what's going on? Why are you ducking? I found a 20. Oh, okay. Just oh, sitting nice. on my floor. I must have dropped that. I don't know when. Sweet. I love finding money. I love that I lose money. Don't re- my wife says this to me all the time. She's like, you lose money and never know you lose it. Like she'll just find like in our room, like find like a 50 under the bed. She's like, when did you lose the 50? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross says, Shades, what's your favorite show? And why is it Jersey Shore? Fair question. My favorite show is Jersey Shore. Not anymore. This season sucked, to be honest with you. And I'm not going to get too much into it, but I love the shore, man. Especially old school, same, old school yeah, Jersey old school. Shore. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially like when they were living at the house and then when, when they went to Miami, you know, yeah. family mm-hmm. vacation was good at first, but now it's like Mike is sober. Ronnie's sober. Paulie's in a committed relationship. <laughs> Dina's pregnant. Snooki's not on the show. Wow is like more immature than she ever was. Um, it's just, they're, they're all fighting over a, a, a wedding speech. It's not funny anymore, but I love, I watch old school Jersey shore. Absolutely. I have DVDs of, of Jersey shore. Yeah. The original, the, the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Felipe says we should have, by the way, 30 to 40 million left. There is talk about a running back. I like Lindsay. And what would you guys do? Oh, and I got a comment. I got to go into someone dropped a super chat yesterday. We missed and dropped the comment for me, Mark. So I will get to Mark's comment. Okay. Um, what do you think of Lindsay? I like Philip Lindsay, man. He he obviously gashed the Patriots last season. He can catch the football. He's very elusive. Um, he's durable. I I think he'd be a pretty good pickup and a pretty good addition to the Patriots. But I think the the running back position should run through Damian Harris first. But if they want to grab Lindsay and use him kind of as the third down back, I would uh I wouldn't mind that at all. Also, do you guys know if thirty to forty million left is legit? I think it was I, 42 million before Hunter Henry this morning. Okay. Well, Pat's wow. cap, yeah, Pat's cap um has it updated to 42 something, but there's a handful of people that that doesn't account for. He yeah, has a Yeah, he has a tweet that tells you like who it does account for and who it doesn't. Um I think that there was just like Ben Volan did a tweet and there was a couple other people that were trying to calculate it and it seemed like it was around 20 million. Um, there's a, there's also another website though that that does this, but you don't know. Like it all, you got to see the terms of the contract. Yeah, right. and they are not all like, out yet. So Johnu Smith and Matt Judon are a combined twelve million dollars against the cap this year. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, he manipulated the crap out of all of them. I love it. Yeah, it's going to be back heavy, but the salary cap is going to raise. It's going to get inflated because of the TV deals, and and it's mm-hmm. and it's going to go up. So it's phenomenal. Yeah, the fact that he was able to pull all of this off and still have money is insane. So people want to question him as a GM. Well, look at what he did. So, your boy, Mister O. Oh, your boy Owen. There we go. Oh, I was like, what are we struggling with? <laughs> uh, thoughts on Deshaun? We mm-hmm. how can you read that but you can't read a normal name? 
<laughs> uh, I I can read did, this type of stuff. But you figured out boomer, your boy. Yeah, how did the boomer just just school you on a name there? <laughs> confused. Uh, thoughts on Deshaun? We have the assets and the cap space. Okay, I'll give my opinion. Um, you guys can give yours. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything about Deshaun Watson because I am tempering my expectations. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say, because you gave $9.99, and I feel like I owe you because you gave $9.99, I'm starting to get a feeling. Uh-oh. More As so all than you the, know. More so than the Jimmy feeling? Jimmy, I just tried to take a hot take and in the oh, okay. face. You buried it anyway, so it was kind of good. <laughs> Connor and I talked about how on the show how that kind of worked out for me. Mm. But it, it it's just starting to get I'm starting to get a feeling. As you all know, I pride myself. Connor prides himself as well. I'm not sure about Sarah because she might have them, but Connor and I pride ourselves on no sources. Connor says no sources, I say zero sources. <laughs> Anything we tell you is either something we read on Twitter, more than likely, or I actually took the time and read an article, or it's a gut feeling. My gut feeling is maybe. What do you guys think? I think with all of the stuff that we've seen Bill Belichick do right now, I think that it's definitely not off the table. I don't think anything's off the table. I've never seen him be this aggressive, so I think he's just going after everybody and anyone possible. Uh, He says here in the second part of it, we have the assets and the cap space. I mean, I think that they have the cap Mm -hmm. space right now, but I don't know if they have the assets. Obviously they've picks, 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 right. They're going to have to, it's going to have to be a ton of picks. Um, Obviously they've, they've built up a pretty good team over the past two days, but I assume that they're all to play for the Patriots. Now, Outside of that, I mean, everyone always says Gilmore. Everyone always says Nikhil Harry. I'm sure they don't really want Nikhil Harry and Jared Stidham to be sent over there. So they'd have to just give them a boatload of picks, um, which I'm not opposed to. If if that's what it's going to take to get to Sean Watson, I say let's go for it. If he's open to coming and they can make it work, absolutely. This is one of the best guys in the entire league at any position. In the state of the Patriots are right now, I would give up every draft pick we have to get to they, yeah they don't they don't have a lot of holes to fill anyways if they could get him i mean they're instantly one of the best teams i think the afc east goes through the patriots again if they would have deshaun watson and he's their future oh absolutely yeah and he's the future i don't think it's off the table there was quite a few tweets from blue check marks today saying that they were still inquiring and still in on it and that they had a feeling that it might happen blah 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 um so of course that's interesting but I wouldn't be surprised if they roll with Cam this year because they have him at such a low price tag. They draft the future and go with that guy next season. Maybe use the rest of the cap space and draft or um, either draft or they pick up some more guys to fill in those holes because we do have, you know, especially on defense an aging defense. So they might try and pick up people to fill those holes and, you know, Deshaun goes somewhere else, which good for him if they can uh, figure it out for the future for the Patriots. That's great. But um, I, I'm sure Belichick's still in on it. I mean, he'd be kind of foolish not to. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it just stays the way it is right now. I agree. Uh, John says, do you guys do you guys think that BB felt the pressure to go all in now because Tom Brady won a Super Bowl in his first season with Tampa Bay? Okay, so uh, my buddy Gary Tange put it out today too. Mm-hmm. I have also decided that I would rather have tea and crumpets with Doug Kide than have mm-hmm. a conversation with Gary Tange, just so everybody is aware. <laughs> okay. Um, let me start with this. Who cares what the motivation was? Right? Who cares what yeah. the motivation was? That being said, yes, I do. I do, I do, I do. I believe that... I believe that the same way Brady is looking at Belichick going, screw you in that sort of jaded lover type of way. I believe that Bill Belichick saw that happen. I believe Robert Kraft saw that happen. And they both said, this can't happen again. At the very least, we need to compete. I don't think that they were upset with Tom Brady. At least Robert Kraft wasn't. 
You know what I mean? I don't think they were like, I don't want Brady to win the Super Bowl, but I think it was like, we can't have this organization embarrassed like that again. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think we talked about this uh, before when we were saying like, does, is Tom Brady more like going after more motivated to win a Super Bowl? I think the Patriots were very motivated to come out and be aggressive this season and try and, you know, rebuild the team, obviously, after going seven and nine. Does it help that Brady won the Super Bowl and it pissed them off a little bit more? Yeah, of course. But I think they were going to come out and be very aggressive anyways. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it's probably a culmination of all of it. But the fact that they had a lot of cap space this year, it's just a coincidence that Brady ended up winning the Super Bowl. I think it was going to happen no matter what. So, I mean, sure, if it was motivation, that's great. I don't care as long as it's happening. Like, I don't really care why. It's just the fact that it's happening is the best. So, yeah, buddy. So, uh, Chevy on production says that Curtis Samuel and the Cam Newton reunion would be dope to see. We finally started seeing some some wide receivers. Corey Davis late last night. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders goes off the board today. Yeah, uh, it's a Buffalo. Uh, Jones, Jones goes off mm-hmm. the board. Uh, Corey Davis was originally my want. That was my free agent target. But I again, after Lawrence Owen did his film breakdown for us, I fell out of love with Corey Davis. I've said on this show many times, I was never in love with Emmanuel Sanders or Marvin Jones. To me, they're aging quarterbacks. Belichick is going young. I want guys who are going to be ready for the future. Uh, And I think that, listen, um, Emmanuel Sanders going to Buffalo, he's way more suited for what Buffalo is. Because like I, I say that he's a name attached to what used to be a superstar. Buffalo has their superstar in Stephon Diggs. I think that Emmanuel Sanders is a great fit in Buffalo. I thought that was a perfect signing for the Bills. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Curtis Samuel's kind of that guy. I just I don't know if the Patriots are going to go big on a tight end like or um a wide receiver like that. I, I'm kind of starting to believe what a lot of the blue check marks are saying that this offense is going to run through the tight ends. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean that's that's what makes sense at this point. They've obviously they they haven't shied away from spending money or being aggressive. So I think if they wanted one of those uh, expensive wide receivers, Curtis Samuel, Juju, Galladay, whoever it might have been. Obviously, Bill Belichick wasn't going to be shy about going after somebody and spending a ton of money. I think he chose that he'd rather go the tight end route and go get Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. You can Everyone can have their own opinion, whether they think that's right or wrong. I'm going to trust in Bill Belichick and his plan to move forward. I think it's fantastic for what he's done so far, and I'm very happy with Smith and, and Henry. If they don't sign another wide receiver, it's fine by me. Yeah, I mean, and they picked up two wide receivers yesterday. So, yeah. I mean, they are not the big names that people ne- maybe wanted, but I think that they can be good. And the fact that they have the two top tight ends that were available, I, that's huge. So I don't, I feel like people need to not brush over that because just because they might not sign the big wide receiver. Well, we got two great tight ends. So I want to uh, get to Mark Lynch's question here because we did miss his super chat last night. And he says, uh, with Fournette and Phil Lindsay out there, it would not shock me to see the Patriots sign one of them. And we kind of touch base on that, right? We know that the Patriots are showing um, – Fournette didn't sign with the Bucks today, right? I know he's showing no. interest. I know that Gronk did, even mm-hmm. though Buffalo was showing interest in him. Um, he says, I think Nikhil Harry's is good as traded, and Hollywood Brown is an intriguing rumor. Uh, your distressed assets of ours. Yeah, I don't think that Hollywood Brown is going to get shipped out of Baltimore, and I don't think they're going to make a trade for Nikhil Harry for for Brown if that's the case. What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't think uh, Hollywood Brown's going to go anywhere, and if he would, I don't think the Patriots would be the right trade partner. Um, I don't know if the Patriots would want to give that much up to go get him, and I don't think if the Ravens would really want to help the Patriots out. Um, obviously, they're kind of r- rivals. Uh, I I can't see him getting traded to the Patriots at the end of the day. They gave us Jermaine Illuminor. They did, right? I guess that was a little different. Well, and I I don't know that like Hollywood Brown for Nikhil Harry is necessarily like a fair trade. Like we we know what Hollywood Brown can do. I feel like he's a little bit more established. So I'm not sure that the Ravens would be willing to. I mean, I guess it's kind of a risk to go for Nikhil. He he has the potential, but we haven't seen that yet. We don't know what his ceiling is. Um, I I I've seen that there's been a lot of interest or three teams I think is what I read earlier have inquired about Neil Harry so that's interesting um who those teams are I don't know but I I would say it's probably not the Ravens I've also read that that was agent driven as well 
Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, so I think that draft, it went Hollywood Brown, Nikhil Harry, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, I, I believe don't remember. So. Yeah, yeah, it did. And to me, they're both the, the worst picks out of those drafts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood Brown, again, is a name. Talk to our boy, my boy, Joe Nubo, and talk about how he can't get under the football. Talk about how he drops the football. Talk about how he can't get on routes. Then he calls out his quarterback and says, if you have dogs, you got to feed them. And then he gets on the field and drops wide open touchdowns, right? I think they're both a risk. Brown's a, yeah. a, an upgrade over Nikhil Harry because he's faster and can run routes better, but they're both massive disappointments. Yeah, we're, we don't really need either of them at the end of the day. Rather see the Patriots move in, in just other directions. Well, and maybe Nikhil will stay and just be like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't like just a not necessarily a bench warmer, but like a just in case type of guy. I don't know. I mean, like we said, it's like he's not hitting their pocketbook too hard. So keeping him like maybe not ideal for people because they don't necessarily see why they would keep him but he's not really costing them anything so if he does stay then it's kind of like eh, okay he's insurance i guess just in case i wouldn't be surprised if he's one of those guys bill just keeps making a healthy scratch yeah that feels bad but i love that 90 percent of the people who troll me on on twitter or i guess we could call busting my balls are like my friends <laughs> you know <laughs> like 90 percent of the stuff i get is is my boy Rhino's the 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 most ruthless of them all. He yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, <laughs> he don't shout care. Out to, shout out to Rhino. He's a shout out to Rhino. He doesn't come on the stream, but I found out he's one of the uh, one of the avid podcast downloaders. Nice, oh, that's awesome. Well, he's in a way different time zone. Is he on Australia? Is that what he where he is? Yeah, he's from Australia. Yeah. I only Are know that because of the flag in his name. <laughs> I've never yeah. I, I've never talked to him other than a few tweets, but that and his name is Aussie Rhino. True, true. But the uh, flag stood out, you know. Uh, Connor, we got about eight minutes left. You want to pull out some uh, some comments? Yes, sir. We had one here from Marcus. I wanted to make sure we got to. Good news from Marcus. He, he says, I've been vaccinated. All two vaccinated shots. Completely feels good and feels great to be a Patriots fan today. Shout out to you, man. I'm happy to hear that. That is great news. And Shut it's up, also... Buddy. It's also great news that the Patriots are going off right now. Good news all around. Our boy Marcus keeps us updated on Twitter. And if we don't get to his comment, he lets us know about it. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, he lets Connor know. I don't get in trouble for it. Connor gets in <laughs> trouble for it. Because I think I told him to yell at you if we don't if we miss his comment. I, I accept that. I saw this one. I wanted to make sure we got to it. That's good news. I'm happy all to right. see that you got the vex. So we got a super chat here from Paul. Thank nice. you very much. Paul says, What's the chances Jimmy G gets traded to the Pats? Okay. If the Patriots, I'm not going to go deep into a thought I have because I'm really saving it for tomorrow Uh, because I want to get deep into the whole quarterback thing tomorrow. But if the Patriots are interested in getting uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I fully believe they could get him at the trade deadline uh, or um, the draft day, not trade deadline. I think they could get him by the draft. I think that's very much in play if that's Belichick's plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a very. I think that he's he's in play if he if the Patriots want him. What do you guys think? I'm I'm very uh, after the past two days, like not anxious. Don't go into big deal till just. What do you think about his availability? We're going to get deep into the quarterback tomorrow. I don't want to waste our thoughts today. I'd say let's wait and see what happens. I'm in no rush. Yeah, I mean, they say that he's been plan A for the Patriots, so I would assume just because of what they've done, he, he's not completely off the board for them. Um, I think it's just going to be a matter of if they want it and if the Niners are willing to give it up. So we'll see. Ross says, McHomer, what happened to the Christmas lights, homie? Oh. So that's <laughs> all uh, they're you, right McHomer. here. They're right here. <laughs> they're nice. on this other wall. I moved my desk from this wall to this wall. So they're still here. I'm just lazy, and I haven't taken them down yet. So they're they're going to be taken down eventually i'm going to make like a gallery wall of like all my wrestling autographs and stuff you know so you'll see Mm -hmm. so i want to get to this one because chris somers has turned a corner he has turned Ah. a corner he says do you guys ever think about how smart bb is like do you really think him manipulating the cap like really bill belichick i have said a hundred times is like the smartest person in football yeah. Mm-hmm. If you took all of my football knowledge, all my business acumen, okay, for my real job, like in my management, like I'm a social worker, but I'm in a management role. I haven't really done social work in a very long time. 
like I manage with through all my programs on my, my budgets are like $2.5 million worth of money that I manage and, and, and give out and spread around. And, um, so if you take all my business knowledge, my, my math numbers, all that kind of stuff, it's probably, you could, a, a dime size of what Bill Belichick knows when it comes to numbers and football and this and that it's, it's insane. Absolutely insane. And he's great. And I mean, I, I think uh, I, I'm looking here. Love Vibration Nation is saying that, you know, Dallas started copying BB right away. I think that uh, Brett Veach over in Kansas City is now copying Bill Belichick with the backloaded contracts and that kind of things. Um, it's uh, yeah, he's he's unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. My manager was saying to me today, he thinks now in hindsight, Bill Belichick knew they were in cap hell last season. He made a bunch of moves and said, Hey, let's just roll with it. See what happens. We'll go seven and nine and I'll have all this money conserved for next season. And the day free agency hits, I'm just going to go nuts and completely rebuild the team. So maybe this was not, maybe this probably was his plan all along. I think once we see more of the contract breakdowns, people deserve to give him way more respect because it's not easy to do that, especially with players that, you know, like he brought in the two top tight ends. They easily could have gone somewhere else, gotten more money or gotten longer contracts, whatever. But the fact that Belichick brought him in, brought them both in and finessed their contracts enough that made them happy, but also was friendly to the team. Like that's insane that he's done that. So I think that people need to, definitely recognize that more and everybody outside of a couple clickbait artists like skip bayless and you know a couple of those other guys mm. everybody in the know everybody with a blue check mark everybody knows and respects what belichick did the last two days it's only not even patriot fans for the most part i think 99 percent of the fan base has been very supportive of bill belichick the last two days obviously we're getting all these big players but yeah it's it's haters and clickbait artists yeah, I and I've seen a lot of people. Yeah, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say about this about people saying that the the Patriots overpaid. They are um, absolutely overpaying. Absolutely, yeah. they are overpaying because they're signing free agents. You are always going to overpay when you're signing free agents, right? Uh, right. 100%. But Belichick has manipulated the cap good enough that when the salary cap explodes over the next two or three years because of TV deals. All these contracts make sense, and he's been able to shift all the money backwards to cover that. He's done a great job of it, but you're always going to overpay for a free agent. Well, and and the thing that worked out huge in his favor was, one, how much money he had. They had about, I think, the third most cap space, and he was able to take advantage of how many teams had virtually no cap space or were over. So he didn't have to worry about cutting all of these guys before trying to bring someone else in. So it was like the perfect time for him to just like go off and grab everybody. Yeah, so far this has been the perfect storm of them finally having all of this money to spend. There being a bunch of people who Bill Belichick has known for being interested in. We've been joking forever that Hunter Henry, he's had a crush on him for years now. Mm -hmm. They obviously, everyone's seen that picture on Twitter where Bill's like hugging him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, th th it was the perfect storm. They had the money. These guys were available and Bill was super aggressive. And we only had to deal with one knock on wood bad season and everyone was so upset about a 79th season and it was going to be like ray said the other night 20 years of terribleness and now look now, now look. look now I, look. I have never been that arrogant ever on this i mean i'm i know that people think i'm naturally arrogant i think connor knows it's a bit of shtick you know it's a bit of fun that i'm having with you guys i like to troll you guys because you guys troll me but uh last night i was just like super <laughs> Dude, even my boy, he like he just he messaged me today. He's like, "You're killing me with that cigar." He's like, "You're <laughs> killing me with that cigar." I love vibration. He says, "I'm ready to roll with Cam this year, but Ray, I'm with you. I'm getting that Watson feeling. Can't explain it. Yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sitting here saying it's by anything I'm reading. I'm just like I'm starting to watch how this off season is unfolding, and I, maybe I'm at the point where I'm like, why not? Right. That's where I'm at right now. I'm almost on like cloud nine where I've just nothing would shock me. I mean, last night I came on here and was talking about how Kyle Rudolph was out of the picture. And then they went and signed Hunter Henry. <laughs> I mean, Bell's just going for going. So he's swinging for the fences right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm still kind of on the, I'm assuming this, my feeling, I don't have a nut feeling about um, Watson. Uh, my feeling is more that he's rolling with cam and just going to draft the future. Um, that could change, obviously, tomorrow that we could get Watson or whatever. But um, 
yeah, I, I feel kind of like it's being built around Cam and uh, they're probably going to want to move up in the draft or something. Uh, boy, Anthony says, hey, Ray, do you think that Bill signing big name free agents as multi-year contracts? Do you think Bill won't attempt to go after big name prospects in the draft? Someone like Jalen Waddle. I'm a believer, unless they do pull off that whole Deshaun Watson thing, I'm a big believer they're going to trade up and they're going to go get their quarterback of the future. Yeah. Yeah, right now, after seeing everything that happens, I think regardless whether they go and they make an aggressive trade for a quarterback or they trade up, I think that first pick one way or the other is either going to be gone because it's already going to be traded or they're going to trade up and take a quarterback. Yeah, I think it makes the most sense for them to do it now. They did so much over the last two days. It would almost be kind of silly to not move up and get somebody. What happened? Or so our Brent says, what happened to uh, Jawan Williams then? Just depth piece? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was my exact answer. Yep. <laughs> no real explanation. And we're going to finish yeah. off with this. Please, no super chat. Super, please don't super chat. The chat is closed. If you send a super chat, we will not see it. Uh, Light Shadow says, where are all the BB and Patriots haters now? They slid back into the gutter. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Even, For another day. They'll be back. Trust me. They will. Even the most biggest Belichick retractors like Dominic came out last night. He's like, Hey man, he did exactly what I wanted him to do. Speaking of that, I do have one comment I want to bring up right here. Is it Dominic? It's oh. NFL talk. <laughs> Even worse. Oh wow. Former Bill Belichick hater here. I love you, Bill. <laughs> so we have converted NFL talk. We have converted and he, Hey, he stuck, kept to his word. He did. He did. He came out and said, I'll take, we'll take that as the uh, Bill Belichick apology right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow Connor, i apologize you were right <laughs> wow this is now going to live forever in this video so it is it is oh, well, shout out to nfl talk <laughs> but listen that is where i give people a lot of respect yep me too you talked a lot of ish yes you dominic and you came in here and you ate it yep mm-hmm. we i I'll, i can totally speak for myself i eat it when i'm wrong and you guys ate it, and I respect that. I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm yep. saying I respect that. Mm-hmm. I am going to go to Nick because he's rocking a Toronto um, nice. logo there. That looks like the, the Blue Jays, the Raptors, okay. the Maple Leafs. That's a pure Toronto logo. So got to support my hometown guys from Toronto. By the way, just so you know, um, I've been getting a lot of requests to bring back the uh, Teach Canadian, Teach Boston bit. Nice. <laughs> so I'm going to teach you some Canadian right now. It's Toronto without a T. Toronto? Yeah. So it's spelled T-O-R-O-N-T-O, right? Mm-hmm. And Americans call it Toronto. Mm-hmm. It's not Toronto. It's Toronto. 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 You don't pronounce the T. It's Toronto. And anybody okay. who says they're from Toronto that calls it Toronto is not from Toronto. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Nick says, if the Patriots were to get to Sean, to Sean Watson, people uh, would still find a way to hate. Of course they would. Of course. The evil empire. Yes, mm-hmm. literally. I did it on TikTok today. Oh. I or Yeah, I just said, we're back. Mm. Yeah, buddy. It's what it is. America's Guys, we, worst nightmare, as Scott Zolak said. It is. We appreciate y'all. Connor, tell me about those Patriots. They are legit, kid. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker 
It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.